This is episode 63, Inconsistent, Duality, Seasons, All the Things. Let's do this. Welcome to the Perspective Detective Podcast, where you are joining me on a quest to seek the Lord's perspective and to bridge faith with the life coaching tools that I have gathered and self-help knowledge to find joy and freedom in living in our true identity and in improving our relationships with others. Let's begin. Okay, I gave this one a messy title because this is going to be a messy podcast, but you know, sometimes messy gets the job done, my friends. Okay, I had a lot of thoughts in my head lately, and I just really feel like being vulnerable and just showing, just like laying all of my insecurities out for you right now. <laughs> um, don't worry, no, not too much cringe here. Um, but I know that I'm really a terribly inconsistent podcaster and really inconsistent Instagram sharer. And well, there are a lot of reasons that I wish I was more consistent. And honestly, the biggest reason that I wish I was more consistent is because the inconsistency creates a cognitive dissonance in me. Because I'm not actually an inconsistent person. That doesn't like jibe well with me thinking about being inconsistent. I consistently go to CrossFit every morning at 6 a.m. I consistently show up for work on time and I smash our team goals. I'm a really good employee. I consistently make dinner for my family. I consistently get my kids to school on time. I consistently go to church early every Sunday with my four kids. I consistently write in my journal. I consistently show up on Tuesday evenings for my youth group callings. I consistently so many things so many things I am very consistent and reliable in. There are lots of ways that I am the reliable and consistent person among many of my friends and peers. And I just say this because the inconsistency in this podcast and the inconsistency of the way that I show up on Instagram actually, like I said, causes a lot of cognitive dissonance, which to me feels a lot the same as anxiety. Because I actually, like I said, view myself as someone who is very consistent and reliable and timely and punctual. Okay, so as I was pondering this and feeling um, this completely made up pressure, really, it's all made up, made up pressure that I've put on myself, a scripture came to my mind. And it was the scripture about times and seasons. And let me tell you guys, thank goodness for the internet because I had to look it up. Honestly, I am not good at memorizing where the scriptures and the words are. I'm just good at remembering a vague summarized message that I know has got to be in there somewhere. Um, so I'm good at googling scriptures, <laughs> but I found it. It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses one through eight or however long you want to read. You can keep reading. Um, but as I read, I read this scripture and it offered me so much more than I expected. And I'm going to share that on this podcast. I'm going to share all of the things that I got from reading this, these verses in Ecclesiastes. Because here's the thing, as much as this podcast is inconsistent, sometimes this is just really an excellent platform for me to try to articulate 
and make sense of my thoughts, okay? And I just assume that maybe somebody else wants to hear this, even if it's a little bit messy, okay? Okay, so to reiterate, before I jump in here, I was looking at the scripture because I wanted some validation that it's okay that I can't do everything that I want to be doing, okay? Who doesn't want that, right? So I've mentioned here podcasting and posting to Instagram consistently, but to be honest, it's not just those two things. It's so much more (laughs) that I am feeling very overwhelmed by, right? All the things, when I say all the things, there's so many more that I'm not gonna go into all the details, (laughs) but um, I just feel overwhelmed. Okay, and again, while we're being honest, this specific podcast episode doesn't have a solid theme. Like I've said, this is more just me articulating to you some inspirations and thoughts that I've had, and I just feel like sharing. So if it feels a little bit roller coaster ish, it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, verse one to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Okay. I actually really love that this says to every purpose purpose because there is a purpose in all things. And that word purpose, I think, really sets the stage well for what follows. Okay, so verse two, there's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Each of those things have a different purpose. One purpose is to begin or to sow Another is the purpose to harvest the fruits that were long in the works. All right, verse three, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. Okay, again, I love these opposites. I love the opposites of to kill versus to heal, to break down versus to build up. There is space for both and there is purpose for both. This one actually had me pause and ask myself, like, which season am I in right now with this this overwhelm? Am I in the killing or the healing? And honestly, sometimes we're just in both. Sometimes we need to let go of things while we are gaining things. So one of my favorite meditations that I do at least once a quarter is called soul goals. This is where you ask your soul just two questions. The first one is, what is one thing that I need to stop doing? Or in other words, what's one thing in my life that I can kill or maybe break down? And the second question is, what is one thing that I need to start doing? Or again, relating it to the scripture, what's something that I can build up or heal? What is your soul telling you? What is one thing that you can stop doing that will most change your life? And what is one thing that you can start doing that will most change your life? Maybe you'll want to write these down and save this for a a good journaling session or something. Also, I want to say don't get too hung up on the words most to change your life, because sometimes to me that feels a little bit heavy and like a lot of pressure. Just follow your gut instinct. Um, Honestly, a lot of the time my soul tells me, Sabrina, you need to stop eating sugar that will be the thing that will most change your life. It's kind of a little thing. And so I do that from time to time. Um, Okay, verse four, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. 
Okay, I love this one because I teach this all the time to my clients. And what I mean by that is I teach the importance of being able to embrace duality of emotion. Okay, and I know this verse doesn't say weep and laugh at the same time, mourn while you're dancing. I don't mean that kind of embracing duality of emotion, doing it at the same time. And it says here that there is a time for each. And there is, there is a time for each. But often we are holding both happy and sad in our hearts and minds, and it's very confusing. And we might even feel like there is something wrong with us because we're holding opposite feelings at the same time. So just some quick examples. Why do I feel depressed, guilty, and elated that I just got offered the job of my dreams? Those are all competing emotions for something that I think that I should just feel one way about. Okay, another one is how is it that I feel both excited and terrified about all this free time that I have? Okay, another one, how do I feel at peace, but also afraid about an answer to a prayer that I just received? Competing emotions. Sometimes it makes it very confusing. Um, The simple answer to those questions, I'm just going to tell you, this is the answer to all of your questions (laughs) about having competing emotions. Competing thoughts create competing emotions. And here's the truth. Humans are intricate and complicated. And we have a variety of thoughts and concerns and dreams and desires. And we also have a lot of stories that we've built up in our minds. We have a lot of expectations. We have a lot of hopes. We've had a lot of experiences and we carry around a lot of evidence of what we think that things should be. We try to predict what's going to happen. Again, all of this just contributes to the stories that we have that makes us complicated. It's also what makes us who we are and it is wonderful and it is exactly the way that it should be. There is space for all the feelings and I believe that the better we get at allowing the space for both weeping and laughing about the same thing, about mourning and dancing about the same thing, really allowing it all, then we can find and create more freedom, more joy, more progress, more answers, and more enrichment. And then I also want to go back and say, we can weep and laugh about different things at different times. I'm just saying it's also possible to feel like weeping and laughing about the same thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. Life is meant to be colorful and contrasting. It's meant to be bright and dull. My friends, give space for all of it. Give time for all of it. Allow all of it. You'll increase your capacity for more of the goodness. Okay, verse five says, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. This verse really just reminded me of forgiveness. Sometimes forgiveness looks like embracing. It looks like reconciliation. It looks like relationship strengthening. It looks like healing. But other times forgiveness might look like hardline boundaries. It might even look like ending a relationship. But even though forgiveness can look differently and results may vary, the forgiveness can still happen. Um, Verses six, seven, and eight, I'm just gonna read all together, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, 
a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time to war and a time of peace. So, the la- and then the last verse that I'm going to share any insights with you is actually in verse 9, which is very confusing the way it's written in the King James Bible. So I read it in the NIV. It says, what do workers gain from their toil? Which that verse in itself isn't all that special. <laughs> so you didn't miss anything there. <laughs> what do workers gain from their toil? But there's a footnote that takes us to Alma chapter 29 verses 14 through 16, which did hit home for me. And again, I want to share you on this messy roller coaster of a podcast. Okay. So in verse 14, it says, but I do not joy in my own success alone, but my joy is more full because of the success of my brethren who have been up to the land of Nephi. Behold, they have labored exceedingly and they have brought forth much fruit and how great shall be their reward. Now, when I think of the success of these, my brethren, I'm going to say sistren, my soul is carried away. So great was my joy. Okay, and I'm going to explain why this was meaningful to me. I started this podcast telling you that I am overwhelmed with all the many things that I want to do. And of course, I want to do them because I think that they need to get done. I think they're things that need to be in the world. And I still want to do all the things. This is one of those dual emotions that I'm battling. It's that of overwhelm for all the things and desire to do all the things. Overwhelm is generally a shutdown emotion, while desire is generally a motivating, energizing emotion. Total opposites that I have been trying to reconcile with. And maybe I'm not alone here, but sometimes I think that when we have a desire to do something, we also think that we must be the only person who can get the job done. Maybe it's a little bit of a rescuer mentality that I can't quite get over and that I'm always a work in progress on. But regardless, I'll share specifically a couple of my great burning desires that keeps me awake at night and run through my head constantly is that I want to share the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ. I also want to share helpful coaching, therapeutic healing tools that have been utterly life-changing for me personally and in my relationship with my husband, with God, with my kids, with friends and family, and with my body and literally everything. Everything that we relate to has changed in my life because of the tools that I've learned over the last several years. But I can't seem to be as consistent or articulate or valiant or courageous or creative or strategic or whatever it is that I think I need to be or want to be in order to do what I want to do. However, and this is where that scripture in Alma comes in, many, many other people are consistent and are more articulate or are more creative or more strategic. And that's why this scripture in Alma is so important to me here. It was a reminder that there are many other people who are doing exactly what I want to be doing, who are doing the Lord's work, who are bringing light, who are sharing the love of the Lord, who are giving the same message that is speaking so loudly to my heart and soul. 
I'm going to repeat this. And Alma says, my joy is more full because of the success of my brethren and sistren. Behold, they have labored exceedingly and have brought forth much fruit. There are many who have the same desires as me because they're good desires, again, placed in the hearts by the Lord and people who are consistently laboring to share goodness consistently podcasting Come Follow Me lessons or gospel insights, consistently talking about Jesus and the scriptures and the teachings of the prophets. There are people who are consistently sharing helpful, therapeutic, healing tools to improve lives and relationships. And I absolutely love that. And I rejoice in that. So here I am. I'm just being totally raw and vulnerable and feeling super insecure and lacking, but also feeling so grateful and joyous for the variety of ways that the Lord's work gets accomplished. There's a time and a season for everybody and the times and seasons overlap and don't overlap and are a mix. And I'm just seeing this like tapestry in my mind of how the diversity and variety of all of us is so needed and so important. And that which we have the ability and the capacity to do is just exactly all that we need to do that takes the pressure off just a little bit. Okay, I know this podcast was a roller coaster and I warned you that it would be. Times and seasons, duality of emotions, both things are true. Grace for what you can do, even if it's just a little, and also just trusting that someone else is also listening to the desires that the Spirit has placed in their hearts to make the world a better place because that's the ultimate goal, right? And it's just wonderful that that means that I don't and you don't and no one person has to do all the things. Just one small thing at a time. In whatever way works for the season that you're in. Honestly, I feel like I'm in a really weird season of life right now. And again, I don't need to share all of my circumstances with you, but I'm pretty confident that the Lord knows that I'm doing my best. And so I'm going to go ahead and be good with that and keep sharing inconsistently. That is my promise to you. I will keep sharing inconsistently. And I will probably keep feeling insecure about that fact. But at the same time, rejoicing in all the goodness that's shared by others. Guys, life is weird. And I'm going to keep being curious about it and watch how the magic of seasons and times and small steps just unfolds. So again, I leave you with the words that I always leave you because I still love them. Be watchful and stay curious. Okay, a quick little PS, little postscript here. If there's anything that you want to learn more about or that you want me to elaborate on, I know I say a lot of things throughout the podcast that I don't really dive into, just send me a message and let me know. Here's the thing, I'm really good at responding. That's something that I am very good at. And I want to share things that my audience wants to hear about. Also, getting nerdy here with you, my human design strategy is to respond. So actually, this whole like talking to myself in the microphone thing is really hard for me. I would much rather address questions that have specifically been asked to me and respond to them. So I'm just saying, help me help you. It'll be a lot more fun. And I am all about doing what sounds more fun and more easy and more natural. And I think you should too.
just personal opinion. 